My name is Ashley Lindley. I am the Vice Chair of the City of Iowa City Human Rights Commission. It's a pleasure to be here tonight with you all for our 19th Annual Youth Human Rights Awards Ceremony. Thank you all for coming. I want to start the event tonight with a land acknowledgement. This is something that we read at all formal meetings and events to recognize the colonization and displacement that our nation was built upon. So I will read it now. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes back far beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections to many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. So the commission holds a Youth Human Rights Awards ceremony, normally annually, to showcase all of the awesome human rights work that youth are doing in our community. Of course, we all know due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we had to put the last couple years on hold, but we are very, very honored to be here with you all tonight to celebrate all of the amazing, amazing youth that were nominated for the awards. And thank you all for honorees, friends, and family who, who came to support. As a reference point, just to give a little history about the commission itself, the City Human Rights Commission was established on August 20th of 1963, and Iowa City was actually the third city in Iowa to establish a human rights commission. The first was Des Moines in 1955, and then Davenport in 1962. The establishment of the Human Rights Commission was an intentional effort by the then City Council to address housing discrimination against persons of color, and a year later Iowa City had implemented its first fair housing laws, so yay for that. Um, the several, seven original Commission members were Helen Lemmy, Irene Kennedy, Richard Sidwell, S. Strauss, Emmett Trott, Reverend Lawrence Sohm, and Moni Costantino. So believe it or not, here we are 59 years later, almost at our 60th anniversary, and we as a commission and community continue to fight discrimination, inequity, and injustice. What started initially as a project just to address housing inequity has grown so much over the last 59 years, and it's become an indispensable tool in our community to protect the rights of all that live here. We now cover not just housing, but we address issues in employment, credit, public accommodations, education, and we meet monthly to disseminate information to educate the public on unlawful discrimination and civil rights, as well as organizing educational public forums that address one or more of the many um, human rights issues that we face today. So I'm going to take a moment for those who aren't as familiar with the commission to introduce our current members. I'm going to call out your name, and then what I do, if you would please come forward so that we can all see your beautiful shining faces. Chair Jason Glass. Mark Priest. 
He's back there. He's coming. <laughs> Roger Lusala. Bijou Maliabo. Siri Brune. Sylvia Johns. And Ali Ahmed. These amazing folks in our community volunteer so much of their time and do so many great and wonderful things. Come on up, Sylvia. <laughs> and for those who don't know, um, each, each of them is serving a three-year term. It's a three-year commitment to be a part of the commission here in Iowa City. So I know it's something they all take very seriously, and I'm very appreciative to be able to work alongside them to do amazing things in our community. So thank you very much, everyone. You can be seated again. Now, I am pleased to introduce Mayor Bruce Teague, who's going to be addressing our young honorees here tonight. Mayor Teague is currently serving his second term, congratulations, in office as mayor. In addition to just being an awesome and amazing human, um, he has a bachelor's degree in psychology and a certificate in aging studies from the University of Iowa. He is the owner and CEO of Caring Hands and More and Charm Homes. And in his leisure time, he enjoys singing, I need to hear this, <laughs> boating, traveling, and spending time with family and friends. So please help me welcome Mayor Bruce Teague. Well, thank you for that kind introduction. Super excited to be here with you all tonight. I want to start by saying thanks to the honorees. Super excited to come and celebrate some of the accomplishments that we'll be hearing about throughout this evening. Each of you really have shown a dedication um, and a service to this community that honestly has improved the lives of everyone here. And that's why we're here today, is to talk about some of the things that you've done that has made an impact in this community. So, so I want to give kudos to each of you. Anne Frank, who some of you might have heard of, wrote in her diary of a young girl how wonderful it is that nobody needs to wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. Now, Anne was 13 years old when she wrote her diary in 1947, and she wrote this while she was in a Nazi concentration camp. Um, and while she was in this camp, and it was in, uh, in, in Germany, uh, she was one of over six million individual, uh, Jewish individuals that, um, was, uh, that was lost during the Holocaust. A few weeks after, just a few weeks ago, uh, here on the printed crest of the University of Iowa, we were able to have a sampling of the um, chestnut tree that Anne Frank saw from her window while she was in the secret annex um, during her, while she was in hiding. And so that is a very special thing that I would encourage um, you all to go and visit the, you know, visit the, the Pentecost and learn about that tree. And also, if you have the opportunity to, to get her book and to read about this young individual um, who, unbeknownst to herself, is a leader. 
she's a leader that over 75 years later, we're, we're hearing about the things that she did. And now, I want to talk about a little bit about um, Anne Frank, about how the, the Holocaust and the horrors of the Jewish individuals, we began to see a little bit about what happened. Um, so tonight, as we reflect on Anne's achievement and the power of young people to change the world, each of us spends a very short amount of time on the earth. And how we spend our time is super important because it does provide us with a chance to improve lives, to learn from each other, and to engage. And this is what you all have done today, all of our honorees. You're here because someone saw something in you that has changed our world, and you're making a difference. So no matter how young you are or how young you think you are, I'm 23 if anyone is asking. <laughs> and no matter how limited your resources, we all have an opportunity to do something. And Anne Frank wrote the diary, as I mentioned, over 75 years ago that the world is seeing today. And, and she did it while she was in hiding. If, if she can do something to add to the greater good of the entire nation and the entire world, each of us have that ability to do something. This is why the Human Rights Commission recognizes area students each year at this event and acknowledge the importance of service to others and encourage others to do the same. This is the value and a moral of this community, no matter what we are speaking of, environmental sustainability and economic development, we can talk about the arts, we can talk about activism and leadership. Human rights is a fundamental, definitely a fundamental, um, absolute desire of the Iowa City community, and I'm so excited that our Human Rights Commission continues to drive this value of this community, this moral compass forward. So thanks to each of our commissioners and the work that you do. It is a great honor to have each of you a part of this commission and this city. And each of our honorees, you have taken it upon yourselves to benefit the lives of others. I am delighted to have the opportunity to hear and learn more about each of you as we learn about, um, in a moment, we're going to bring up the chair of the commission, and we're going to learn about some of those contributions tonight. And so I'm super excited to learn even more about some of the work that you all have done. I am delighted to also see uh, right in front of me Iowa City's future, the nation's future. And we have some bright and capable young people who see a problem and they do something to change it. So let's give them a round of applause, all of our honorees. Yes. Now, what you may not know is that, and, and maybe they'll mention the ages, but the, the, who's going to be coming up here? They range from age from 11 to 18 years old. Can you imagine? That is awesome and what? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so to the parents and the siblings and the guardians and the teachers and the family members and the supporters and the everybody that's here tonight, what I want to say to you is thank you for your support of these young individuals. And when you leave tonight, 
Remember that we have other young individuals in our community that need your support. But tonight, thank you for your support and investing time and showing up in these individuals. They may not tell you, and some of them might, but it really does make a difference that you showed up tonight. So let's give it up for all of the supporters tonight. It really does take a village. And this, this is the village. We are the village. You, me, everybody, we're the village. Investing in these young individuals. And just like Anne Frank made a change in the nation and in the world, you all are making changes right now in this community and beyond. So thanks to all of our, our youth. And, and as mayor, I want you to know that I'm going to continue to work very hard to find ways to uh, have new and innovative ways to support our youth. And one thing that is so valuable, and we all have to learn this lesson, we must listen to the youth. We got to listen to them. And so my dedication to you is come and talk to me. I'll listen to you. Now, some people might say I talk a lot, but <laughs> I'll listen. I'll listen. So come on and talk to me. So in, to end today, I really want to congratulate its 24 honorees that we're about to honor tonight. So thank you all for making a difference. And I will now hand this over to the chair of the Human Rights Commission, Jason Glass. And I so appreciate, again, this opportunity to be with you all tonight. And kudos to the honorees. You all are what? Awesome, awesome and amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Uh, good evening. Uh, as mentioned, my name is Jason Glass, and I'm the Human Rights Commission Chair for this year. I have the distinct pleasure of introducing this year's Youth Human Rights Award honorees. So I get the fun job of telling you all about how awesome they all are. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, and it inspired me a little bit from the mayor, too, is that throughout history, and certainly today, there are, there are reasons for despair. There are injustices happening all over the place in our community, in, in our nation, in our world, which only underscores the importance of celebrating the good things. And that's what we're here tonight to do, is to celebrate the wonderful accomplishments of the youth of Iowa City and all of you that support them in that work. So we're going to get started with that. Uh, and this is how it's going to work. So I will call your name. So those of you that are being honored, uh, you will come forward. So we'll give you a second to get up here. You get to stand right next to me uh, and face all your adoring crowd. Uh, and I will read a little bit about what makes you so awesome and, and the things that uh, you're doing to help our community. Uh, when that is finished, then you'll get an award from Siri, who's going to come up here and help me with that. And, uh, and you'll get a nice big round of applause from everybody here. So. Are we ready? Yes. I'm not convinced. Are we ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Our first recipient uh, is Niema Mali Ash. <laughs> I know one big fan of hers right over here. Niema is a ninth grader at West High School. She has been working hard serving in the community by helping persons who are homeless and encouraging kids her age to do the same. She also cleans up around her neighborhood and churches for climate change awareness. During the derecho and the COVID-19 pandemic, she contacted different organizations to request masks, gloves, and sanitizer to distribute in the community. 
She also does fundraising for churches by holding car washes. She's a bright kid who loves to serve by helping, especially youth and less fortunate people. Let's all give Niema a much deserved round of applause. Our next recipient is Giannica Boy. Is Giannica here? Oh, here she comes. We'll give her just a minute. Giannica is a ninth grader at City High School and was the driving force in promoting the newly established Student International Club. The club educates students on the many different cultures at City High. Giannica was not afraid of rejection. She would approach anyone to invite them to join. Her persistence in advertising the Student International Club resulted in it being a standing room only at their first event. It is, her, it is because of her that this club has been successful. City High is known as the school that leads, and Giannica is doing just that leading the way for others to take pride in who they are and in sharing their cultures. Awesome work. <laughs> Our next awardee is Lydia Carr, who is not able to be present tonight, but I will read a little bit about uh, what she's done. Lydia is a senior at City High School. She spearheaded efforts to recruit volunteers to participate in Iowa City's first Neighborhood Energy Blitz events. She established an online volunteer registration page, reached out to fellow students and organizations, and provided a channel of communication with volunteers in the run-up to the event. Through her efforts, more than 50 volunteers signed up to help distribute energy-saving kits to households in the South District neighborhood, reaching a total of 821 homes on the day of the event. The kits were estimated to provide $75 in annual energy savings per household for a total of over $61,000 in savings for, re for residents receiving them. Lydia's untiring efforts over several weeks to ensure there were enough volunteers signed up to participate were a major contributor to the success of this project. Many of the volunteers afterward commented on the diverse representation of their fellow volunteers, which included teenagers, retirees, and recent immigrants for whom English is a second language as one of the most rewarding parts of that, ex that experience. Let us applaud Lydia for her great efforts. Would Natalie Nunez please come forward? Natalie is a senior at City High School and volunteers to be a, a peer link to students with disabilities at City High and has for the last two school years. She uses her free periods to be a peer buddy to a special education music class where she participates in music lessons and creates friendships with students in the class. This year, she additionally volunteers her free periods to visit a student with autism in his classroom. She created a friendship with this student and does activities with him to provide peer interaction. Also, Natalie has participated as a volunteer in Community Inclusion Club at City High School for the last four years. Last but not least, she also serves on City High's leadership team, where she helps teach other students how to be inclusive peer matches and plans group inclusive activities for the club consisting of 70-plus students. Let's hear it for Natalie. <laughs> As 
And Natalie gets to stay up here because she's getting doubly awarded. Uh, <laughs> will May Barron and Rebecca uh, McKaylee please join her? Oh, she's not here? Okay. Rebecca couldn't be here tonight, but all three of them are seniors at City High, and they spearheaded a new initiative at City High to provide free menstrual products to students of all genders. Guided by gender inclusivity, eliminating stigma around menstruation, and the belief that basic hygiene supplies should be available to all students, they solicited donations of money and products so they could, make, they could distribute menstrual products in all of City High's student bathrooms. The model they have created can be adopted as a district-wide practice to provide menstruation products as a routine hygiene supply to all students, free from barriers based on gender identity, family income, or even just an unexpected period. These young leaders saw a gap in access and equity and addressed it through cooperative planning and action. Let's hear it for them. Next, could I have Olivia, Olivia Zastro and Claire Lussart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Bit of a maze. Yeah. You, made, you made it. You made it. They are both seniors at West High School, uh, our core team leaders of the Iowa City Catholic Worker House. In the last 12 months and for the last three years, including during the height of the pandemic, they have raised money for human rights activities, organized events and actions on human rights issues such as excluded workers, and collected food, clothing, and hygiene items for persons who are poor and homeless in the community. Claire and Olivia volunteer weekly at the Catholic Worker House, help serve meals, organize food pantry and other items, and spend time visiting and playing with immigrant and refugee children. They organize activities, games, playdates, and other structured events. Last year and for the past three years, they have volunteered on average 10 to 15 hours per week of their time to the community. Claire and Olivia are also members of the Catholic Worker Fundraising Committee. Every week they check the PO box, record donations in the database, write thank you notes, and work with the secretary treasurer to deposit checks. Let's give them a hand. Anish and Anjali Lode. There, there. Anish and Anjali are both ninth graders at West High School, and they collected signatures for the Lunar New Year petition for the Iowa City Community School District to have a day off on the Lunar New Year. And I know this well because I got to see them at the farmer's market doing that hard work. So uh, They started collecting signatures in June 2021 at the Iowa City Farmer's Market. The petition was approved by the school board in November of 2021. The Lunar New Year is the beginning of a calendar year whose months are moon cycles based on a lunar calendar or lunisolar calendar. Lunar New Year is particularly celebrated in East and Southeast Asia, Asian countries, and now, and now here in the Iowa City School District, thanks in part to Anish and Ajali. So let's give them a hand.
Yuen Zhang and Anna Vary. Oh, and, and Krisha Kapoor. So Helen and Anna are seniors at West High, and, and Krisha is a junior at West High, and they are co-presidents and a member of West High's 1440 Interact. Interact is a youth service group and a vehicle through which West High school students have traditionally provided unselfish dedication to community and international service. These young people have gained a reputation for reliable public service in the Iowa City area. They extend positive, other-centered energy and countless efforts to help whenever they can. Locally, they have helped houses into homes, Iowa Children's Museum, Community, the Corval Food Pantry, Shelter House, Mercy Hospital staff, and a medical mission project in Guatemala. On an international level, they have been invited, involved with a student-supported fundraiser for Iowa Most, a rotary medical mission that provides free surgical cleft lip and palate repair to indigenous Guatemalans. The fundraiser, which took place on April 4th, highlights the talents of high school students who provide an evening of entertainment to the community to raise funds in support of the medical initiative. Let's give a round of applause to these young people who are models of kindness, caring, and positive action. Jonathan Chen, Liam Edberg, Henry Dye, Gary Chen, and Florence Hiu, and Flora Zhu, or excuse me, Flora Zhu. <laughs> Jonathan couldn't be here tonight. Jonathan, Liam, Henry, Gary, and Florence and Flora all attend West High School, along with, oh, and Sonia, Jude, I, I, I missed one, I didn't turn the page. Did Sonia come up? Let's give Sonia a round of applause since I missed her name. <laughs> yeah. I need to read more of these, and, and Leon, she. This is a big group, and I should have read ahead. Okay, so Jonathan, Liam, Henry, Gary, Florence, and Flora all attend West High, along with Sonia, who is a seventh grader, and Leon, who is an eighth grader at Northwest Junior High. They are initiated the Youth Charity Concert Benefiting United Action for Youth. The concert was held last year on September 26th on the Iowa City Ped Mall. These student musicians performed about 10 pieces for over an hour. The concert received donations of nearly $2,000, which was in turn donated to United Action for Youth, a nonprofit organization supporting young people and their families. This group of outstanding young people not only collected money to help youth in the Iowa City area, but also has shown that the Chinese community is part of the Stop Asian Hate Solution, promoting human rights in the Iowa City area. So this one has a particular, uh, I'm a musician too, so let's hear it for these fabulous musicians and using their art to dedicate the community.
One more round of applause for this group. Thank you. Next is Kai Babcock. Shorter walk. <laughs> Kai is a sophomore at Liberty High School and is a prominent advocate at Liberty. Kai has engaged in planning and advocacy work for a student-centered rally for trans student rights, particularly the right to peace, dignity, and choice to use the bathroom that matches their gender identity. From working within specific teams to coordinating with the administration, the specific logistics on location and guidelines, Kai was able to work with another group within, the, within his high school known as PRISM, a sort of gender sexuality alliance devoted to the advocacy and celebration of various gender and sexual orientation identities. Kai ensured that everyone's stories and spoken words were respected and celebrated. Let's hear it for Kai. Reem Kirja. Reem is a ninth grader at West High School and was just 10 years old when she recognized the Iowa City Community School District's inequitable school calendar. Feeling upset by the underrepresentation of her religion, Reem set out to fix that by starting the NSE, or No School on Ed Alifritir and Ed Al-Ahara campaign. Around 7,000 petition signatures were raised, and she finally achieved her goal on April 13, 2021, with the school board voting a unanimous yes after years of struggle. Now Muslim students don't have to choose between attending school and celebrating their holidays properly. Reem persisted without giving up for three years, and she hopes her story encourages other young women to advocate for their beliefs in their communities as well. Great job. <laughs> That was a long one. She's got to quit the cheering section. <laughs> Our final honoree this evening is Carla Bernal. <laughs> Carla is a senior at City High School. Carla has been an essential and highly valued volunteer for Open Heartland for the past two years. She has devoted over 1,000 hours of service to help Open Heartland support Latinx immigrant families living in Johnson County who have escaped violence, extreme poverty, and lack of access to educational and health resources for their families. Carla has devoted much of her high school life to helping Open Heartland achieve its mission, which is to celebrate the richness and strength of the diverse community by fostering inclusivity, building relationships, and reaffirming our shared humanity. Her volunteer hours include facilitating youth enrichment camps, providing childcare during adult English and computer classes, cleaning the facility, that's an important one, <laughs> managing donated clothing and household items, and she serves as a translator for health and COVID vaccine clinics, tutoring elementary age youth during the year that Iowa City Community School District was online, organizing a school supply and winter coat drive for kids, helping with field trips to the Des Moines Zoo and film scene here in Iowa City, 
And, and it says, and much more. <laughs> that's a long list as it is. So that's incredible. Uh, where was I? Let her, so, um, and much more. Yes, Carla is one of those people who always says yes when asked to help. That's pretty clear. Let us thank Carla, who understands the value of service to the community at such a young age. Let's hear it for Carla. So before I hand it over to Commissioner Lusala to close the ceremony, let's all give let's all give all the honorees one more round of applause for all the fantastic work they've done in our community. Yes. was so deserving with it with an incredible group of young people like that the future of our community is bright because in that group we got future mayors future commissioners future council members and uh, even state senators so it's amazing to see young people doing so many incredible things for our community so let's give them another round of applause Thank you. And on behalf of the Human Rights Commission, I would like to thank all of our honorees for taking that step forward to get things done when needed the most. Your contribution makes this community and the world a better place for all of us. We would also like to thank each one of you guys for coming out today to our 19th annual award ceremony. The support you provide to these young people will make sure that they continue to do amazing things that they do. Please remember that this program is being uh, videotaped and uh, will be available for viewing in the near future on City Channel 4. You will also have the opportunity to purchase the picture from Dan Rowling, our photographer today. Once again, thank you all for coming today, supporting the future of our community. Thank you, and uh, you all have a safe evening. Thank you. Thank you.